Almost Awakened podcast, a no-nonsense approach to spirituality. Here we dive deep into the wisdom traditions while acknowledging insightful breakthroughs in science, psychology, and human development. Our goal is to explore the good life and the very best of spirituality, no-nonsense required. Check us out at almostawaken.org where you can check out past episodes, make a donation, email us a question or comment, or find out more about the resources we shared. And now, today's podcast episode. Welcome to another episode of the Almost Awakened podcast. I'm your host, Bill Real, and I am Almost Awakened. And so are you. I want to talk today about you and your your insights. And I want to do that by talking about me and my insights. I, uh, in recent weeks, COVID-19, the pandemic that we are all living in the midst in, has altered our lives in noticeable and I think also in unnoticeable ways that will show up for years to come. I've always talked on this podcast about the great group of friends that, uh, that I have. And COVID has kept us all from uh, hanging out with each other. And, and I think that in that time, since say March of 2020, when this all kind of started to kick up, I think that since that point to now, as all humans do, those humans have continued to shift and change. We're all mutating. We're all thinking different thoughts in changing our priorities. We're all choosing to value different things and choosing to spend our time and energy and resources in different spaces. And uh, I still think of my friends the same way. Some of them listen to this podcast. I don't want you to think that I'm sitting here saying that we've all abandoned each other or, or walked away from each other, but that COVID has kept us from hanging out uh, as much as at least I would like to hang out with my friends. And during that time, everybody's shifted and changed. So rather than being around these people and conversating and talking about and learning on a regular basis about these small little shifts and moves, instead, significant time passes between each time that you see these people that you care about. And for some of these people, I haven't seen them in months and their lives are still changing. They're selling and buying a house. They've got a new child or grandchild. They've got other things that go on. Some of these folks have hard things happening to them, and they're dealing with difficult change. In recent weeks and months, I've made an effort to reach out to old friends and to make new ones. As I've done that, as I've reached out to people that I have never met before, I've put up on the area that I live in on a Facebook uh, group that I belong to or have chosen to, to belong to, and where there are lots of people who share similar journeys to myself, I've put up invitations for anybody who wants to go bowling, anybody who wants to go out to dinner, anybody who wants to come to my house and have a small little party. And in that effort to do that, obviously, you're still being super aware of what's going on around you. So if you have a get-together at your house, you're following the rules of doing 10 or less. And if you go bowling or do dinner, you're, you're having to take into consideration all these rules that we have. And so the social interaction that we all had access to in 2019 or before is very different now. As I've reached out, people have accepted those invitations. I've had the chance to have dinner with really interesting, cool people. I've had the chance to 
go do fun activities like bowling with cool and interesting people. We've had folks over to our home for a small little party. And also we started recently a podcast club where the group listens to a specific podcast and then we get together and talk about it. In all these interactions, people are fascinating to me. People are interesting. I've always been a huge fan and observer of human behavior and human psychology and how we humans do what we do. Recently, I had a get-together at my home, and uh, folks that I kind of know, because I've met them somewhere, maybe a listener who's coming to work to meet me, maybe somebody I've met at someone else's party, but I've reached out to uh, a few people that I've thought were interesting and who I wanted to get to know better and have tried to include them in the things that I do week to week. Because I've really enjoyed making new friends uh, during the last couple of weeks and months. I, I don't know how to explain it, but something happened sometime maybe, I don't know, three, four, five months ago. I just started to have this new awakening inside me where I realized, like, I want to spend at least this time in my life and maybe the rest of my life making new friends and getting to know people and finding ways to bring people together, good people together, and provide a space for them to have fun, to enjoy themselves, to have a safe space to be vulnerable, and to be accepted for who they are. And recently, I had a group of people over to my home, and these folks quite possibly would be listening to this this morning. I don't, I don't mean any offense to anyone. I really am enjoying getting to know each of you. And I'm going to continue to reach out to you and to invite you into my space as I really am loving the opportunity to be around other humans in, in these spaces that make room for social intimacy, that make room for vulnerability, that make room for honesty and for people to show up as they are, that make room for people to feel safe to talk about the things that they are afraid to talk about in any other place or space. And in this uh, group conversation that took place, and it was a lot of fun that night, and everybody was so cool. But there was, there's this thing that happens because I do these podcasts, and I've done multiple podcasts over the last uh, eight years. And one of those podcasts was extremely uh, popular, and the others have kind of fed off of that one and, and kept a portion of the audience and people find my work to be validating and uh, informative, and it gives everybody a chance to get to know me while I don't get to know you. So all you folks, you listen, and you feel like over the course of eight years that you know me, and you probably do, because I've chosen to be really vulnerable about my life's journey and the thoughts that I think. I've had people at parties come up to me and make joke references about, how I get turned on when somebody cries. Because I talked about how I'm turned on by my wife's crying, that that being a fetish of mine, for instance. And that I didn't even know it was until suddenly a light bulb went on and I realized it was. And so people come up and they, they joke about that. And it's funny, by the way, I'm not, no way am I offended by stuff like that. I'm, I really think that I'm easy to talk to and easy to be around and to open up to. And so... Um, as people said those kinds of things, I've chuckled and laughed and deeply felt 
it funny. Like it's, that's the reason I shared it. The reason I got vulnerable in that episode was because I wanted to make a safe space for other people to be vulnerable. I don't think there's a better way to be human than to be around people that you can be vulnerable with and which can be vulnerable with you. Another conversation that took place, and it's the reason I wanted to do the episode this morning, is that a few people in particular have pointed out how they're starstruck to some degree being around me. I get it. I've been around other people who do the same kind of work that I do. I've been to conferences where 20 of these people are walking up and down hallways, and I'm starstruck. And all I wanted to have happen is have these people notice me and talk to me and by their making it okay for me to be in their space, they're telling me that I'm okay. So I, I understand the motivation, but what I, what I don't think we get, we understand it when it's the other person who's well-known and we're trying to just be in their space. We recognize like, oh, I just want to be accepted. I just want to be okay. I just want to be me and these people like me. And to have this person who has some small degree of notoriety, and, and please don't think for a second it's going to my head. It's, it's not. I, I realize like I'm this small little thing in this small little pond that's part of the human population. And that all of us humans are contributing and harming others and the world simultaneously. And that there's nothing special about me other than... I chose to grab a microphone and record myself saying things and talking about stuff. And what I want to get to, the, again, the reason for sitting down today and having this conversation is, is to say this, which is what no one gets, what no one realizes. And I think, I think this is true for any person of any level of notoriety that you sit in space with. If that person is a good human being, you ought to recognize they are struggling with their own insecurities. As I sit in this room with five or six people at my house, and we're having a few adult beverages, we're having great conversation, there's lots of good laughs, people are telling parts and pieces of them that they want to share, and while they're going like, wow, I'm sitting with Bill Real, the reality is that Bill Real is just trying to fit in. I'm just trying to be accepted. I'm just trying to belong, that I've got my own basket full of insecurities. I've got my own uh, quirkiness and strange thoughts that I want to share, but I'm scared to death that if I say it to these people, that I won't be acceptable. I'm trying to be okay. I'm wondering if I am good enough. I think we all deal with this. Isn't that what you're doing? Don't you go to parties or social events and aren't you just having this inner wrestle with how, how do I fit in? How do I, what do I need to compromise? What do I, what do I need to agree with? What do I need to be? What do I need to say? What do I need to do so that I can fit in with this group? What things should I stay away from? What things should I not say? What things should I not tell about myself that I wish I could tell? Isn't that you? When you get together with folks, don't you, don't you go like, oh, I wish, I wish I could tell them about this thing, but I don't know if it's safe. I want to tell people about me. I want to tell people about the way I'm structured. I want to tell people about my, my needs and my wants and my desires. I want to tell people 
about how I'm built inside. I want to tell people about this cool thing I do. I want to tell people about this trauma I've had. And I wish I could belong. But I'm willing to fit in to some degree because I, I don't want to give people pieces of me and be rejected. I don't want to feel shame. Well, I'm doing that too. And I think each of us have this going on. And I don't know um, recently, by the way, I, I would suggest to all of you a really good TV show, which is the animated series Big Mouth. And Big Mouth is an animated adult show about middle schoolers, junior high kids. And I say both of those because it's it, the show moves along starting, I think, in middle school and moving into kind of junior high. It, it goes into the weirdness that all of us were when we were adolescents, when we were teenagers. It goes into the weird kinds of thoughts we have, all the sexual tension that's inside of us, all the strangeness about us. And yet what, what the show did for me and what I think it does for others, because they've shared to some degree as much, is that by watching this funny show about how weird I was, how weird you were in that time is to recognize like, oh, we were all thinking that crazy kind of shit. We were all strange. We were all having this sexual tension and this uh, need to try to be part of a group and to belong in this social structure and all that goes along with it. It really is intriguing and hell and fun and scary and depressing and exciting all at the same time. So go try it. Big mouth. Have a few adult beverages. Try another kind of conscious altering tool if you want. Enjoy episode one on me. I actually think you'll deeply enjoy the show, not just for its humor, but for what I think is really deep, intriguing psychology and a chance to dive into how we humans do this human thing. And it hits me that we're all just trying so bad, so hard to be humans who are okay with ourselves. I listened to a podcast this morning about the COVID vaccine. It was a news show. I think it was by ABC. And, uh, they were talking this morning about the, the vaccine going out and the first people getting it. And the first five people to get it were these frontline healthcare professionals. And the lady was sharing how excited she was to, to be in this moment where this vaccine's going out because of what she's seen and dealt with in the healthcare industry as she goes into work every day and deals with patients who are dealing with and some of which are dying from this, this illness, this infection, this disease, how some of these people... She gets to know because they're in the hospital for two, three, four weeks. How she gets to hold their hand and she says, I, I'm their only family. I'm the only person who can hold their hand. And it, it struck me. I remembered at that moment how accepting it is when I've had people sit down next to me and just hold my hand. Touch is my love language. During my birthday party back in September, I had a handful of friends over. At that time, the uh, rules were a little less lenient in my state than they are right now. And we had a few people over. And at the end of the night, I remember sitting next to one of my friends and holding her hand. And then another one of my friends came over and sat down on the other side of me and put their arm around me. And it was in that moment that like, there was no tension inside me. There was no battle to belong. There was no battle to fit in. There was no fear of who I am inside. There was no hurt worrying whether I could be me or whether I had to in part be somebody else. Like those are the best 
moments when people just put themselves in your space and tell you that you are accepted. So in your life, whether you are around people that seem to be notorious, maybe if you're listening to this podcast, you live next door to an author. Maybe you uh, work with somebody who's had accolades. Maybe you have a friend who has a friend who's somebody special for all the reasons that the world looks at certain people and says, you're special. And maybe you can start to sense that they're insecure too, that they want to belong, and that they are even willing to fit in. Can you recognize that that's just what it means to be human? We all have these quirks, and we all uh, seem to see this certain box of normality, and we're all struggling to be our awkward selves and also be accepted by our friends as not only tolerable, but enjoyable to be around. We're all fighting that battle. So the next time you're sitting with other humans, look around, look them in their eyes. Can you see it? Can you see how hard this thing is? Can you see how, how hard they're trying to be seen by you, to be acceptable to you, to be loved by you? Can you sense how much pain and stress they feel as they try to be acceptable, as they try to be seen and heard and valued and validated? Can you see how bad they want to tell you things that they're afraid you wouldn't be willing to hear? Can you see how important it is that they're willing to compromise pieces and parts of themselves in order to be tolerated or even accepted in your space? Aren't you honored? And then sometimes it gets really special when you sit in a group of people that somehow collectively and quickly figure out like, oh, this circle is safe. I can tell this group my deepest shit. I can talk about these pieces and parts about me that the rest of the world I think would find weird. And often I receive shame and rejection for. Are you the kind of person who makes it safe? When I see these humans that accept the invitation to be in space with me, I am honored. When I get the chance to have other humans around me who I can sense they're wanting to just belong, I am honored. And in turn, I am grateful for those humans who accept me and make it safe to be a more honest version of myself in their presence. Being human is hard. Being happy is sometimes a struggle. Being content and at peace about myself is sometimes difficult. I don't suffer from depression like many people do. I've had an easy life by all ways in which we gauge such things. And it's a good life. It's been enjoyable. I wish everybody could be as at peace as I am. And yet I sense how difficult for me and for many of you, this process of being a social creature with self-awareness and with these invented feelings of shame and rejection, how all this plays out. Again, the next time you're with other humans, try to be aware of all of that. Try to be the person who makes it safe for others to be them, and if possible, try to be the person who demonstrates that it's safe to be oneself. Until next time, this is the Almost Awakened podcast. Please donate at almostawakened.org. Hit the donate button. Send 10 bucks. Send 100 bucks. If this podcast has any value to you at all, 
Please donate today. See you next time. This has been another Almost Awakened episode. Check us out at almostawakened.org where you can check out past episodes, make a donation to keep this podcast running, email us a question or comment, or find out more about the resources shared in today's episode. For coaching opportunities or extra support, visit nonsensespirituality.com to meet with certified spiritual director Brittany Hartman.